السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم اسپیشل سلام ٹو مائی گیسٹ ٹوڈے شیخ مہدی اینڈ بردر حسن علی فرام دا یو کے دے ار جوائننگ می اینڈ دے ار والنٹیئرز فرام ہیلپ یو ٹیم سو بردر مہدی شیخ مہدی ہی از دا ہم سیلف اینڈ بردر حسن دے ورک تھری ڈفرنٹ کنٹریز دے ورک ان کینیا سومالی اینڈ یمن اینڈ دے ار دا اسپیشلسٹ فار یمن ہو ار جوائننگ اس ٹوڈے Um, Sheikh Mahdi, Brother Hassan, um, I really love the fact that you guys made some time to come on. Um, I know our time differences, you know, they make it a little bit difficult sometimes, but you guys made it happen. Jazakallah khair. Let us know a little bit about yourselves. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi sheikh, please. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh, my brother. Thank you very much. We are very much delighted to be here. Kindly excuse our heavy accent. accent. <laughs> Uh, that um, we're still delighted to be here. Thank you very much for giving us this opportunity. And um, both uh, myself and my brother here, we are on behalf of um, Healthier Team, um, which is a charity organization. And um, as you quite right said, we operate in Africa and so many countries. Um, but um, us too, we are focused nowadays into the situation in Yemen um, as Um, this is the sunnah of Muhammad وسلم, that we are all one body and uh, whatever like you know, a limb um, suffers then the rest of the body uh, reacts by the weakness um, uh, and the fever. So this is what we do and um, we are here just to share with you the pain of those who are in Yemen and explain the situation and shed the light and uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us. I mean, I mean, uh, brother Hassan, would you like to Special add? Is, uh, he's taken all my. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's mentioned Arafat, uh, mashallah. Brilliant introduction. Oh, okay, alhamdulillah. So Hassan um, is, um, is is the project manager for Yemen. Uh, he's okay. the hands-on person, okay, and um, I keep an eye on Hassan. You know, that's uh, <laughs> that is me. No, uh, but he's um, he's the main person for this um, project. Alhamdulillah. Um, so uh, first first question, I'm going to put it up there and I'm going to ask out loud as well, um, which is basically the background leading up to the famine in Yemen. Um, if you guys could shed some light on that, let us know what is going on. A lot of people, honestly, they just see pictures, but they don't try to uh, inquire or acquire any knowledge of what's actually going on over there. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, Um, we all know the, the, the war that's happened uh, about six, seven years ago. And, you know, this civil war led to um, many, many things. For example, the, the closure of the, of the port, it led to um, safety and security issues. It led to um, the communication issues and it led to transportation issues. So um, the, the, the root cause, the cause of the problem is actually the... The, the, the civil war there's not the, the port is closed and this led to the to the all these factors led to the to the famine of Yemen today so there's not a shortage of food basically um, the situation in Yemen it is a very difficult situation um, you can imagine the um, um, the um, the civil war that has been going on there for a while, that interrupted all the services 
that used to be provided. So currently there is a huge shortage of food and water. We are talking about essentials. We're not talking about, you know, any luxury or, uh, you know, um, anything like that. The, the situation is, um, is really bad. And um, um, people are, are basically dying for food and water. Uh, and indeed, like, you know, because of, um, because of the war, the medication is an issue. And um, getting help to get to the right people there is just proving to be um, very challenging. You know, as uh, Hassan has stated, the transportation is an issue, the ports, you know, uh, are an issue and all that. Uh, but it's a civil war. And um, as you know, war is really ugly. Um, there are more orphans, people, there is more of widows there, there is like, you know, more of families um, who lost, like, you know, their income and the situation is just getting tougher and tougher, you know, as the day go by. And um, this is where we're trying to step in and help where we can. And we can only do so much, you know, with the help of, you know, everybody coming forward. Um, so if the brothers and sisters come forward and support us, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to get to the needy people, you know, on the ground and help them with essentials that will get them to go through this period and survive. That's what we're trying to do. The only uh, port that's in uh, operational is the one in Aden. And uh, from Aden to Hudaydah or Sana'a, that's, uh, you know, the final road closures. And even the, uh, the petrol is a problem. So uh, the, the supply of, of, the, of the, the food becomes really difficult for the people of uh, South or vice versa. So it's kind of going to make it uh, easy for the people of Yemen. Subhanallah. That's, it's unimaginable for us living in the countries and the situations we live in yeah. um, to even, you know, fathom this. And you guys, both of you brothers, you guys work on the ground over there. So that's going to lead into my next question, which is the situation in the ground on the ground in the cities and in the cities help your team operates in could you guys shed a little bit of light on what cities or what towns or what areas that you know what the situation is like where you guys work in yemen um the, it's the war um, and the, the we're, we're based in uh Hudayda, mainly the and we will help so the the Hudayda, um and houthis houthis they have the stronghold of that uh, region and uh, the, it's not easy to to go from A to B. The restrictions are there, and uh, Subhanallah, um, it's very difficult for the people to to you know to to survive on on a daily basis. And Inshallah, Brother Mahdi will shed. And um, just to emphasize that, my brother, we're not following you know a specific you know school of thoughts or, you know, any like in a specific political direction or anything like that. Um, we are just trying to help people, you know, that's all of what we're trying to do, um, regardless, especially our brothers and sisters, for as long as like, you know, they are Muslims, and even if they are not Muslims, you know, they're human beings, we help everybody that like, and we actually can. And, um, you know, we, as, as um, Brother Hassan said, our, our stronghold is uh, Al-Hudaydiyah. And, and this is an area where there is more than one million people live there. You know, more than 80% of those people are really poor people and they need, like, you know, um, immediate help, you know. So 
Um, but we also try, like, you know, to find out about, like, you know, the situation around us. We try to get to the poor families outside that region. And if we hear of any special circumstances, you know, in Sana'a, we, we also approach there, you know, and Mukalla, we approach there, you know, Adam, we approach there, wherever, like, you know, we can, we actually go there depending, like, you know, on, on the situation and how urgent it is and, like, you know, our abilities and capabilities as well on top of that. Yeah, and the, the current projects are free, um, bread for Yemen um, and water for Yemen as well as relief for Yemen. So for the, for the bread for Yemen, we supply uh, bread for the locals and as well as we uh, uh, take it to the outskirts of, uh, you know, the latest one-hour drive. And, uh, yeah, we're alongside with uh, full and uh, inshallah, hopefully we can uh, add on top of the other four, inshallah. And for the water, uh, water for Yemen, because uh, the shortage of water, we supply clean water for the villages as well. And uh, the relief for Yemen is a uh, sort of an emergency uh, funds, for example, when uh, someone is uh, ill, disease. So we support them. I see. You, you, took, you took all of my questions and you put them into one answer, Brother Hassan. Oh, sorry. So I'm summarizing everything. Then. <laughs> no, brother, brother Hassan, you know, he's 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 way ahead of me. Um, alhamdulillah. So, you know, alhamdulillah, you guys are doing some projects which, you know, are taking place in Yemen. Like I said at the beginning, you know, all we see a lot of times is pictures. And you guys are giving some details of what cities you guys are working in, how you're working with each and every person, regardless of faith, background, whatever it is. And that's just so beautiful. That subhanAllah, you guys are trying to help out each and every person. It doesn't depend on what their religion or background is. There's no discrimination, alhamdulillah. And then, like, I've been seeing the pictures, and we'll specifically focus on Bread for Yemen. Um, because that's a beautiful project. And I know a lot of other people are trying to establish it. But I've seen the pictures that are shared in the groups. And I've seen the pictures shared on Facebook, so on and so forth. Explain to me how a project like that comes into fruition how the distribution happens and you know it, it's a beautiful project it's very simple in nature but it's very far-reaching in you know the people who get bread each and every day from it like it's bakeries which are giving out bread to people who would never even imagine of having bread and water every day that's how bad the situation is okay um it is um it was a very simple idea that um, when we first started we just wanted um, to provide bread for people. So the idea was like, you know, if you give a donation, um, that will enable us to buy X amount of, you know, bread and deliver that. And it was something interesting because, you know, they say that the person who would come to you and ask for money, he um, could be somebody telling you lies. But the person who's actually asking for food then that cannot be a lie. That is somebody who's hungry and like, you know, you can only take so much, you know, so if, you, if you're not hungry, you won't be able to, you know, come and do that. So that immediately put this like, you know, project into a different category. This is the needy people, you know, and people are like, you know, desperate. They're just going for, for food. My brothers and sisters, we say, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have everything. We have the food, you know, we have the shelter, we have everything. But wallahi, your brothers and sisters in Yemen, 
the ones who are shy, they would go at night and dig through the garbage to see if they can find something to feed their children with. This is how bad the situation is. There are so many families over there eating nothing but leaves. Wallahi, there are people who would go and collect the leaves and try to cook that. They've got absolutely nothing else, you know? So for them, like, you know, bread can be a luxury at this moment of time. From here, the idea came, and alhamdulillah, shukrillah, Brother Hassan was on top of this, and he gets, like, you know, the credit for this project. And, and um, alhamdulillah, shukrillah, the response, the response was like, you know, something beautiful because like, you know, we got more than what we actually expected. So instead of like, you know, providing only like, you know, pieces of bread and keep asking our brothers and sisters for more and more money, Alhamdulillah, we went for a bakery. So let us open a bakery over there and let us see if we can get it to be a consistent project that supplies consistently bread for our brothers and sisters in that area, by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, that was possible. And we've managed to deliver the project to such high um, standards. We've delivered it to European standards, trying to educate our brothers and sisters there about the personal hygiene, about the standards of everything, you know, and the consistency of that. So we start, like, you know, educating them and raising the standards. So hopefully the area starts picking up bit by bit, and others will start copying this as well, and the competition will start. So we started um, um, doing that, and we are, um, at this moment of time, um, we are serving 356 families. We're providing uh, free bread for them, 356 families. The average is between 5 to 15 family members. Those are poor people that, alhamdulillah, shukrullah, this project is delivering to. And we are um, uh, also um, selling about 8,000 of them, like, you know, pieces, hoping that will generate enough money for us to make the place, like, you know, sustainable. But the prices that actually we are selling at is not the market price. We're making it much cheaper so that we make, you know, the life much easier. Alhamdulillah, yeah. alhamdulillah the, the bakery was successful, alhamdulillah. Allah made it really easy for us and uh, we find, found ourselves having a nice bakery with the European standards, mashallah. Uh, so uh, the bakery can produce uh, 20,000 pieces of bread on a daily. So we haven't reached that capacity. We've reached 12,000, but we would like to reach the full capacity of the bakery uh, soon, inshallah, you know, with the inshallah. health of the supporters. So we, from, from here, we would like to ask, like, you know, brothers and sisters, you know, supporters. We have the ability to increase the production of this bakery from, take it from 12,000 to um, the maximum 20,000. And uh, what we have done, alhamdulillah, shukrillah, we recently, like, you know, bought a car and um, this car is basically going to distribute, you know, the bread not um, to the near area. We are trying to reach out for those elderly and the poor ones who can't even make it to the bakery, you know, and deliver the bread to them over their eyes, like, you know, they're there. And as you're well aware, this will cost us, you know, this costs us money. Um, so the running um, cost of, of the car 
And um, we've also employed people there, you know, trying to give them jobs so that, like, you know, they kind of start building up, you know, their lives. Um, so, you know, and we would like to increase and maximize the production of that. So, and we can only do that with your help. So please come forward and help us with this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from Allah inshallah. 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 Um, so then you guys were talking about the water for Yemen project. Is that is that basically like digging wells or what 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 goes into that? Is it um what kind of pumps are you guys using? What's going on with that? If you guys not digging not, not digging wells because the well, digging wells in Yemen is very expensive. Really? So what we're okay. doing, yeah, it's very, very expensive in Yemen. Uh what we're doing is uh just sub supplying uh, the water with trucks, you know, um yes. five tanks, yeah, five thousand uh liters. So we distribute to locals and they come Come and just uh, take the water. And, uh, you, you know, a lot of lot of people don't, don't realize that. A lot of times, like I remember back in the day when uh, I think it was like about a year ago or so, when Hassan, brother Hassan Chibli, who was a beloved brother of all of us, he was uh, he was talking about digging wells in in Kenya, and we were talking about going to the northern part of Kenya, Turkana, and how some people were like, "Well, you can dig a well for like two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars." A lot of times, people say things like that. <laughs> Not realizing how difficult it is in yeah. certain countries, like yeah. you're saying in Yemen, it's very, very it hard. It can reach to up to fifty thousand dollars, forty-eight thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars? Yeah, it's very oh, one, expensive. One well. Yeah, one well. Wow. <laughs> because it was the, the 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 surrounding areas, mountains, and you know there. So there's a lot of work goes in in the digging into the you know the holes. So, and yes. And a lot of times people, they don't realize like, you know, working in the charity sector that how hard it is to not only find the most value for the donation that somebody gives the donation, be honest and forthcoming with it. But at the same time, going to these countries and trying to find proper contractors, trying to find proper areas and trying to work properly and, you know, getting the most out of that money where you're saying like a well, just digging a well is $50,000 and that's, you know. That's an absurd. Some, some areas, yes, that can reach that amount. Yes, yeah. you, it's very expensive. You are a spot on. It sounds like you know you've been doing our job. You know, you, <laughs> you know exactly what it's like. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, yes, we 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 do have a responsibility, and we are fully aware of that. We would like to maximize the donation of yes. every single penny, pence in your case, oh, yes. um, <laughs> to um, you know to maximize the the, the benefit um, to that. Um, and um, and that is why we are, we are very careful about like you know who we use uh, and who we come into partnership with um, to ensure that like you know we deliver the project A as we promised um, the donors and be to maximize you know the benefit to our brothers and sisters on the ground because it's our responsibility and we would like to maximize it you know and we would like Allah subhanahu wa taala to accept this. And we would like to stand up before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one day and say that, you know, we have done our best, you know, and um, we, we don't want to be worried about that. So it, it is a, a very difficult thing to do. Um, sometimes, you know, because of the war nature, you've got to be prepared, like, you know, for um, sudden changes. Um, the prices that, like, you know, we, we give the plans that we actually make. Um, all of a sudden, you know, the, the dollar has gone up or like, you know, the transfers fees have gone up. 
and the calculations can be like you know uh, change like, local change rate local exchange and then the price fluctuates on a it's a war zone, war zone. It, it's like you know you expect unexpected um so it is it is not easy it is not easy but yes. you know i still say to our brothers and sisters like look at least you don't have to be there you know we are willing to take the responsibility or what you have to do support us you know and once you've paid this money to support us allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in quran wa inna sa'yahu sawfa yura that your pursuit shall be looked at it's your intention allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards you based on that you know and once you have paid that we work on your behalf to deliver this you don't have to go yemen you know you don't have to go through the difficulties to go over there and we are delivering this on your behalf you know may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from both of us but please come forward and support us because we can only do this if you support us so come forward and help us the situation is like you know is un- like you know unbelievable over there you know it's um, you can't describe it you know and and um, the stories that you actually hear wallahi my brother like you know it would just break your heart you know there is this um, um the the um, one of the things that we actually do uh, on top of like you know the water project and, and the bread project is the emergencies that we respond to and only a few days ago we had a brother you know who went for this family who's been um, he heard the report that like you know the family is starving you know and he took his wife and he took like you know and um, the female member of his staff and they went there and she was shouting at them saying that where were you three days ago where i end up selling myself to feed my children wallahi my brothers and sisters you know we all have responsibilities we have responsibilities you know and we have to do whatever we can you know uh, i mean if we if, if we give like you know more attention to the playstation 5 that is coming out and the tvs and the technology and the laptops and the mobile phones you know wallahi this isn't what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us for if the entertainment is worth more than the life of your brothers and sisters over there think again this is the time for you to like you know hold yourself and think think you know you need to bank this like you know ni'ma that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you by simply just contributing here right and this this like and it doesn't matter how little it is that you give us it could be the reason that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saves somebody's life over there and you don't know which of the deeds that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to accept from you perhaps this is the money that is you are going to be under your shadow the shadow of your sadaqa on the judgment day you know perhaps this is this is the dollar that will provide the shit for you in that day bank it ahead of you this is the only money that will be useful for you you know because then you bank it already and that will be waiting for you over there the emergencies it's like you know over 80% of the population they are in desperate need this is the reality this is the situation there you know the media is not going to tell you all of that none of this is going to be shared but this is the truth this is so many families who are really desperate over there 
kindly come forward and help us because they're all waiting for you and we can't do it by ourselves unless if you come forward and help us. Subhanallah. So like the other day we were having for the organization I work for here in the United States helping in, we were having a you know a fundraiser online program. It wasn't so much a fundraiser, it was an online program to end the year. And uh, during the course of the program, one of the brothers, he's uh, considered, I can consider him one of my coworkers, in a, he's in a different state. <coughs> so he was talking about uh, how he was in, I believe he was in Jordan, and there were two men who were quarreling. And they were quarreling over the fact that how many Muslims there are in the world. And so they were talking about a number of one million, and the other guy was like, there may be less than one million, or there may be more than one million. And this guy is a young guy, he goes up to them and he tells them, that there's 1.8 billion Muslims in the world. So they said, we're, we don't see them. They said, we're hungry. We don't have a place to live. And we don't have anybody to help us. Where are these 1.8 billion Muslims? We don't see them. We just figure there's maybe less than 1 million because that's about how much help we get. So it's exactly what you're saying that the sister and, you know, the stories. And sometimes when you hear the stories, it's just, it's it's too emotional. And a lot of times when living in the West, especially like we live in America, sometimes we don't even on purpose watch the news because it's so depressing. And, you know, just the story you shared of the sister and how she's like, where were you three days ago? It's just, it's heartbreaking. Subhanallah. It's, imagine on top of that, it's still a war zone. It's still like, you know, bullets are flying left, right and center and, and planes are on top of your head. Imagine that. Imagine that, like, you know, this is the situation and we are entering, like, you know, the winter time on top of that. Imagine that, like, you know, this is this is a mother who has, like, you know, orphans. This, this mother had four orphans to look after on top of that, you know. And um, when, when you hear that, when you see that, then it, it's, like, you know, it, it hits you and, it, and it, it tells you, it makes you start, like, you know, feeling... You know, we are living a luxury life and we're taking things for granted. And, you know, we have the abilities and capabilities of helping. If you don't have a single penny, the least you can do is to pick up your hands and pray for your brothers and sisters. You know, this is this is something that all of us, we can do. You know, the least we could do. If you don't have money, then it's the support of your dua. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it, make it easy and share with everybody. You know, make them aware of the situation. Let them see the reality, you know, and appreciate the ni'mah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that like, you know, has blessed you with. One thing that, you know, uh, we need to realize, you know, um, is that the people of Yemen don't need us. We need them, you know, uh, more than they need us. So uh, by supporting them, it's an opportunity for us. So yes, uh, this is the thing that we need to realize. I, um, I I share with you here the story of how um, the companion of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, ibn Qais, how he actually um, became a Muslim. And it's a, it's a beautiful story. Uh, it tells you that like you know, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala opens up opportunities for you. And Ash'ath um, came in a Hajj season, and he was um, he had business dealings with Al Abbas. Abbas, the uncle of the Prophet and as he was like you know dealing with him and doing the business, uh, Prophet Muhammad came out of his step, um, stepped out of the tent and he started praying. And um, uh, Ash'af looked at him and he said to Al Abbas, "Who is this?" He said, "This is Muhammad." You know, and then he carried on, and then a young boy came out and uh, lined up with the Prophet 
And he said to him, who, who is this young boy? He said, this is Ali ibn Abi Talib. So he just, you know, ignored him. And then a woman came out and stood behind him and started, you know, praying. So he said, who is this? He said, this is Khadija, radiallahu anhu wardahu. So he said, what are they doing? He said, you know, they're praying. Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa is a prophet, you know. And would you like me to call him for you to come and tell you? He said, no, no, no. No, no, no. Let's just do our business. Paid off and he went. Ash'ath ibn Qayth, he walked into the Prophet Sallallahu 20 years later, he was crawling, crying, and Sallallahu said to him, get up ya Ash'ath, didn't you know that Islam deletes the previous sins? He said, ya Rasulullah, I know I am crying because I had the opportunity to be the fifth of you and I didn't take that opportunity. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here is open up for all of us the opportunity to come forward and help our brothers and sisters to give charity, to bank for our akhirah. This is an opportunity because make no mistake about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed is able and capable of providing for all of them, for all of us. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is opening up doors for us to benefit from this opportunity. Whether we take it or not, this is up to us. And remember the story of Ash'ath ibn Qais. Do not be late. Whenever an opportunity is available, come forward and take it. You don't know, you know, uh, how this is going to be like you know, beneficial to you in your dunya and your, in your akhirah release and easing the difficulties, perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ease in your difficulty as well. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Um, Jazakallah khair for sharing that story. Um, it's, you know, just just whenever you hear about these situations, um, it just, I don't know how to put it into words. You just realize how lucky you are. I'm just talking about myself, myself, my wife, my son, how lucky we are. Alhamdulillah, Allah blessed us with a good, Good business, good work, good house, good cars, and everything like that. And there's people out there who are just waiting for a morsel of bread. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the opportunity to be able to help them with what He gave us. And we just we don't take advantage of it. Um so, so Shaykh and Brother Hassan, do you guys have some final advice for us? We hope we the best person to give advice. Well, <laughs> I'll let you guys decide. Well, I just, uh, you know, the opportunity that I mentioned, you know, when, when, whenever there's an opportunity to give, um, that should be, you know, um, should act swiftly and just uh, take the opportunity to, you know, to support whoever you can. Tomorrow might be too late. Tomorrow. You never know what is going to happen Day. tonight. They might be starving, but your life might end up tonight. Yeah. Come forward. Give that sadaqah. And Sadaqa uh, puts out, you know, the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the deceased, what he says, he says, Rabbi Arjirun. Why? Because he wants to give Sadaqa from the reward that he's seen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives those who gives the Sadaqa. So make the opportunity of this, you know, give Sadaqa today. Share this with everybody. You know, tomorrow might be too late. Give Sadaqa. The money that you're going to leave behind is not going to benefit you. Give sadaqah. The money that you spend today is the money that you have banked. 
and this is the guaranteed it is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give sadaqah and remember that this is not because like you know, you're doing them a favor remember what Aisha radiallahu anha used to do she used to clean the darhim and put perfume in it and she says this is the darhim that lands in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give sadaqah with that intention give the sadaqah perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fix that difficult child that you've been having problems with. Give the sadaqah, perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open up the doors of rizq for you. And give the sadaqah, perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide that husband that you've been looking for your wife. Give the sadaqah, perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put the blessing into your business, into your life, into your health. Give the sadaqah on behalf of your parents if they passed away already and give the sadaqah because this is the sunnah of Muhammad I really thank you, brothers, for coming on. Um, it, it's really a good opportunity for me to hear about this and to also get to interact with my brothers from across the ocean. Subhanallah. I've had I've had a few one one guest from England and I've had a few guests from Africa, so on and so forth. But alhamdulillah, this has been a really inspiring and enlightening session. Just I, I imagine for the other viewers as well. Um, but at the same time, the the advice of Sheikh Mahdi. And the words of Brother Hassan, they've, you know, they're really strong um, and they really bring to light the situation that's going on in Yemen and the lapse of luxury we live in in the West. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum. Jazakallah khair. 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 Jazakallah khair.